Russell, Kerry Golston. Luke chapter 10, verse 19. Jesus is speaking here. That's why if you have a red letter edition, it's in red. All right. And it says, or Jesus says, behold. I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpion and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now on last week, we, uh, we, we started a message and we said that we were going to do part two today. And that, that message was titled Mastery Over the Devil. Mastery Over the Devil. And we brought some things. We brought some things to light uh, in in that message on last week, uh, spe specifically from this scripture here. That these people, these uh, disciples, were not born again. Jesus had not yet died. He had not yet been raised from the dead. Yet and still, he had the authority from God to tread on serpents and over all the power of the enemy. In other words, he had authority over them. And yet and still. He had not yet died. And he was able to transfer that authority to those who followed him. And of course, they were not born again because you could not be born again until after Jesus died and was raised from the dead. Because the scripture declares that if thou shalt believe in thy heart and say with thy mouth that Jesus is Lord, that he died for me. And was raised for me. Well, of course, he had not died yet. He had not been raised yet. So therefore, it could not apply. They could not be born again. But the very fact that he had the authority to do this, even without the new birth experience. Because whether you realize it or not, Jesus too was born again. Amen. You ever think about that? Yeah, yeah. He was born again too. He was the firstborn. He was the firstborn. See, so he too was born again. So he was able to do this without being born again. He was able to exercise this authority, this power over the devil and demons without even the, the assistance of having this power that was bestowed upon him. So then uh, we see in our own lives that the new birth package gives us the authority gives us the authority to have power over the devil. So we ought to not only have, see, it's more than just having power over him. It's exercising that power. Amen. Power without it being exercised is of no value. Amen. We use the example of, of the policeman standing up to stop traffic. He can't stop traffic with his physical uh, physique. Yeah, run him over like a bug. Amen. But it's the authority behind him, the state of New York and that Smith and Wesson that might be on his side. See, it's the, it's the power behind him, see, that would stop the vehicle, okay? So then, so, so, so we see that this power exercised is what makes the difference. You can have authority and not utilize it and it does you no good. Hallelujah. And it's time in these last days, God wants us to begin to exercise the authority that he's given to us that we've had all along. 
But you see, we're not, some of us are not exercising it because we don't have any practice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, I want you to know I've been practicing my authority. I've been practicing it. Glory to God. You got, you got to practice something. You got to make sure that this thing is working for you. Amen. You know it's there. Practice it. So, in this scripture, we see that Jesus delegated authority to his, his disciples so that they, too, could cast out devils. They, too, could bind devils, bind them, loose them, do whatever, whatever was necessary to get the job done, whatever they were called to do. So they were called to go out, and they were go out, called to go out and tell people to repent. And people were repenting in droves because they came back and said, Master, the devils are subject to us. In other words, what we tell them to do, they do it. What did he send them out to do? He didn't send them out to have authority over devils. He sent them out to get folks saved. Say, come to me, repent. Well, they couldn't get saved right then, but repent, come to me. Okay, so they said that these devils had, a, had, had were subject to them. So they took a, had authority over these devils so that the devil would leave the people alone because the scripture declares that the minds are blinded of those people who won't believe. And they're blinded by the, the God of this world system. So if I have authority over him and I stop him, the light will come on. The glorious light of the gospel will come on and they'll be able to see. Now just because they're able to see, that doesn't mean that they will accept. But there was a time when we didn't see. But once we saw, we accepted. How many more are out there like that? Once they see, they will accept. That's what this authority is for. So, hallelujah. Now, watch this now. Uh, Colossians chapter 2. Mastery over the devil. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Colossians chapter 2. Now, as I said, when we got born again, I mean, it was, it, was, it was a part of the package that he gave us this authority. And in, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 14. It says here, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us. To Colossians 2, 14. You all right? Okay. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. All of the evil, all of the wrong, he nailed it to his cross. Watch this now, verse 15. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. So in other words, what, what he's talking about here is something that, that the armies in that day used to do. When they conquered an enemy, they would chain them and march them back to 
to, to, to the home place. They would march them there, usually with the king of the place that they, that they defeated at the head of the line. They would march them in and make a show of them, showing the other, showing their people that we are victorious over them. This is what Jesus did to the devil and demons. Hallelujah. He marched them right, watch this now. Jesus is so cool. A cool dude. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what he did. He didn't bring them back. He marched them in hell. Said, "Let all your partners see." See, he, he wanted the, he wanted the, the the demons' partners to see that here he is by himself, and he got them in chains, walking through their own territory. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's the kind of authority that we have. Even on their territory. Even on their home ground. And watch this. He was alone. He was alone. He defeated them alone by himself. Now wait a minute. He's the head, we the body. We're him. We're him, he's us. And he defeated them and marched them through their own stronghold to make a show of them. I'm talking about authority now. I'm talking about authority now. That's the kind of authority that you have. How dare you? How dare you not exercise that authority? Jesus died for you to have that authority. Jesus suffered for you to have that authority. Jesus took the stripes on his back. He took all the humiliation. He went to hell so that you wouldn't have to, but also so that you could have that authority. Like I said earlier, something happened, some things happen just because we allow them to happen. Amen. They just happen because we allow them to happen. Hallelujah. 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 We must exercise this authority. We must make a show of the devil openly. The prophet of old, the prophet of old went into the stronghold, went into the stronghold of the enemy. He said, look here, let's have a contest. Put some wood on a Put some wood over there. Put some wood over there and you call down fire from your God to light up that wood. And they called down fire from their gods. And he said, yell a little louder. Maybe he's asleep. <laughs> Maybe he's asleep. He's just, what's he doing? He's making a mockery of them. That's what we need to do. Make a mockery of them. Make a show of them openly. We need to challenge these folk. Did you hear what I said? We need to challenge these folk. He said, call down fire on it. Come on. Light it. Light it. Light it. Get some more wood over there. Get some more wood. They cried down, called down fire from their God. Nothing happened. Then they started cutting themselves to sacrifice themselves to their God. 
They just about bled to death. Say, well, what's happening? Well, I don't see no fire. What's going on? Are you done? They say, yeah, we're done. We're done. We're done. You, we can't do it. You can't do it either. He said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I want to give you an advantage. Put some water on the wood. They poured water on the wood. No, 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 pour a little more water on the wood. They ain't, they ain't wet enough. We're going to see who God is today. Put a little more water on the wood. He's challenging them. He's making a show of them openly in front of all their people. So put some more water on that. That ain't enough water. They put more water on it. He said, no, fill up the pit. Fill up the pit. Fill up the pit. Let the wood float in the water. So you got enough water now? You sure it ain't going to... God! Burn up all the wood. Licked up all the water. What did he do? He challenged them. He challenged them. Now, now this is what I'm talking about. I've told them that in Pennsylvania this morning. I said... I was watching a show yesterday, and they had this, this woman on there. It was, a, it was some kind of a, 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 I don't know what you call those things, where they're they sitting there, they're talking to one another, whatever it is. Anyway, they're only doing lying anyhow. So anyway, she said, they were, they were talking about the election, and they were talking about why they lost, and this and that, and the other thing, and they, they was upset. And was, I don't know why they upset. What you upset for? But anyway, so anyway, they lost, they lost, she was talking about how they lost the election and, and they were so upset and whatnot and, uh, and that we, uh, we, 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 didn't, uh, we didn't win because we did, there's certain things that we didn't do and, 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 and the right wing people, uh, they, they, they did it and so and so and so and so the guy said, well, maybe it's because of your policies, maybe, maybe it's because you don't believe in, you know, you, you don't believe in morals and stuff like that. You think that might have had something to do with it? And she says, well, well, I'm a Christian. And I said, right then was time for challenge. If I was sitting there, I would have said, you're lying. You ain't no more Christian than that microphone you talking to. Because if you was a Christian, the word says that if you love me, do what I tell you to do. Why call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I do? I said for you not to not to shed innocent blood. I said that homosexuality was an abortion, was an abomination. You are lying. That's what we got to do. We got to start challenging these people when they profess that they're Christians. You say you're a Christian. Wait, wait a minute. Don't say that because you're trying, you're trying to say that you're aligned with me. And if I don't say anything about it, I'm okay in what you're saying. And somebody else is listening. I'm going to stand up and tell you, no, you're lying. You ain't no Christian. I'm talking about having mastery over the devil. You cannot have mastery over him if you play with him. He don't play fair, and I don't have to. Amen. I don't have to play fair. I'm the winner. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, I hear these folks now on these shows talking about, well, well, if, if they, 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 they don't say President Bush, they say, well, if, if Bush uh, uh, wants to be fair, he, he should have bipartisanship. You lost. You don't have to do nothing. You lost. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. I, I mean, that's the truth of the matter. Listen, you lost. When they lost, they couldn't do nothing. They just sat there and sit back. They had to take it. You lost. The devil lost. 
Jesus defeated him in combat. I don't have to listen to him. I don't have to agree with him. I don't have to buddy up with him. I don't have to do anything with him. He lost. He lost it all. He is a defeated foe. He has no power. He has no authority. He can do nothing unless I allow him to do it. Like I said to you on last week, when, when whatever that guy's name was, I forget his name, when he said something to Jesus about, do you know who I am? Don't you know I have power? And Jesus said, you don't have no power over me. What kind of power you have? You don't have no power over me. Oh, no. The only power you have is what my father allows you to have. You can do nothing unless my father lets you do it. You have no power. That's what we need to say to these folks. You have no power. You have no power. I challenge you. Uh, We're going to take your house. God will give me a bigger one. <laughs> amen. Amen. We're going to fine you $10,000. God will give me twenty. You sure you want to do that? I'll come, out, I'll come out with more. And we got a principle for it. Look at Job. There's the principle. There's the principle. No matter what God, well, no matter what the devil can do, God said, I'll give it back to you double. Double for your trouble. Double for your trouble. Hallelujah. We got to stop being afraid. He's not giving us a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Hallelujah. It's time we start believing that. There's nothing you can do to me. You have no power other than what my father gives you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And my father's already said, I'm blessed. You cannot curse what God has blessed. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Old backslid prophet tried it. And it didn't work. <laughs> let me, let me, oh, let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. Let me hurry up. All right, watch this now. Watch this now. The key, the key, the key to this whole thing, the key to mastery over the devil is found in the scripture that we used last week as our foundation scripture. Please turn to Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2, verse 17. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 2, verse 17. Are you there? All right. It reads this way. And it shall come to pass in the last days, that's today, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. How much flesh? And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. I expect it. Every time they open their mouth, I'm expecting them to prophesy. Go ahead, tell me something. What God say to you? I don't care how small they are. God said he's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy. If God could use an old backslid priest. <laughs> hallelujah. He certainly can use your son or your daughter. He'll have your, your daughter could be on crack. And God could prophesy through her lips. Time to start believing. Either you believe this stuff or you don't. If God be God, let him be God. If Baal be God, let him be God. Choose which way you're going to go. Either he is or he ain't. In halfway business. You cannot have mastery over the devil when you only think God is halfway. Hallelujah. 
We need to speak. I mean, we even speak to our wives and our husbands when they say dumb stuff at home. Wait a minute. What did you say? You need to say, up in here. Up in here. We ain't gonna have none of that up in here. Wait a minute. What did you say? What did you say? Well, you know, we can't afford it. What? What did you say? I have mastery over the devil. There is no lack. God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Lack is of the devil. Every bill is paid. Every need is met. Say, but it don't look like it. I didn't ask you what it looked like. I said, what did he say? If you're going to have mastery over the devil. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Either you're going to have the mastery or you're not going to have it. You cannot agree with God on one voice and agree with the devil with the other voice. It does not work. Hallelujah. I get tested all the time. And I hear it coming out of my mouth because it's rising up on the inside. Pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. Woo! Because I want mastery over the devil. And I cannot agree with him. If any two of you on earth shall agree with anything that they shall ask it to be done. When you agree with the devil, that's what you're going to get. To have mastery over him, you got to agree with the word. Hallelujah. It is written. That's what Jesus did to him in the wilderness. He said, it is written, it is written, it is written. It didn't make a difference what the devil said. He said, it is written. Hallelujah. Mastery comes that way. That's why Jesus, Jesus said, Woo, he said, he's coming and he has nothing in me. There's nowhere in me he can attach. Can't do it. Can't do it. So, <laughs> watch this. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Believe that. You should be listening all the time. What are they saying? What are they saying? See, because now you're expecting. You're expecting based on what God said. You're expecting. I don't care what the, what the child is, is, where they are, what they've said, what they've done, whoever. You need to be listening because God, you said that my sons and my daughters would prophesy. I'm listening to hear a word. I need to hear a word right now. You won't speak through them. I know y'all. If you can use a donkey, I know you can use them. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Watch this now, watch this now. I'm talking about mastery over the devil. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. I'm still seeing visions, so I must be a young man. All right, all right. Verse 18. And all my servants and all my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit. And they shall prophesy. But watch this. And verse 18 again. And on my servants and on my handmaidens, I will pour out in those days of my spirit. Of my Spirit, here's the key, here's the key. The Spirit of God is the key. 
It's the spirit of God. You remember Zechariah? I ain't going to ask you to turn there because it'll take you too long to find it. It took me long enough to find it. That's why I put a marker in there. <laughs> I'm just going to read it. Zechariah 4, 6. You can find it later. Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. How's it going to come? By his spirit. If you want mastery over the devil, it's going to be by his spirit. It's not going to be the power that you have. It's not going to be the money that you have. It's not going to be the influence that you have. It's not going to be the gift of gab that you have. It's not going to be the fact that you're charismatic. It's not coming that way. It's by my spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I wanted to share with you something about this, about the vision that God has given me. I know now, I'm, you talk about clarification. Remember, we, we taught you before that with clarity of vision, there is acceleration to the goal. And well, the clarity of vision, it came after Brother Haken passed, that the clarity of vision was such that I could see now where I'm going. I could see now. I heard stuff before. I got a word here. I got a word there. But I could see clearly now where I'm going. God said to Brother Haken, my spiritual father, go teach my people faith. We've been endeavoring to do that all along. But then I realized something. What, what he did, I got to be willing to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You remember Elijah and Elisha? Where is the God of Elijah? I got a double portion of his anointing. I got a double portion of his vision. I got a double portion of everything that he received over the years. And I got it by the Spirit. So it's clear. It's clear. Go teach my people faith. How did he do it? He raised up others. He raised up others. He raised up others. Taught them what God taught him. Put in them what God put in him so that they could go out and duplicate him. Isn't that what Jesus did? He raised up the disciples, taught them what he had. They took it and went with it, and they turned the world upside down. Glory to God. Not by might. No, by power, but by my spirit. The same spirit that's on one can be on another. <laughs> God said to Joshua, Moses, my servant is dead. Now arise and go. Arise and go. In other words, what was on him, I'm putting it on you. No, no anointing leaves this earth. Just because a man dies, that anointing does not die, nor does it leave this earth. It goes from one to the other so God can get the job done that he wants done. Glory to God. So, so Zechariah said, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Luke 4, Luke 4. Turn back to Luke 4 real quickly. I bet you better turn forward. If you turn back, if you was in Zechariah, you ain't going to find it. Luke chapter 4. Woo! Preach me happy already. All right, Luke chapter 4. Now watch all these references. This is amazing. This is amazing. We ain't going to be able to turn to all this. I know that already, so we're just going to do a hit and miss here and there. Luke 4, look at 14th verse. Now this was after Jesus came out of the wilderness. This was after he was tempted of the devil. And in 14th verse, Jesus returned in the power of what? In the power of the spirit. 
He returned in the power of the Spirit. He returned in the power of the Spirit. He didn't, he didn't, listen, he did not return in the power of his knowledge. He did not return in the power of what he knew from the Bible. He returned in the power of the Spirit. Oh, oh glory. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. As his custom was, he did it all the time. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Question. Question. Was that scripture there all the years the 29 and three quarters years or seven eighths years before Jesus did this. That same scripture was there. That same scripture was available. They had read it thousands upon thousands of times. He had read it thousands upon thousands of times. But after he came back, after he came back, he came in the power of the Spirit, and he said, now, this applies to me. Yeah, after the Spirit, now this applies to me. I'm the one. You don't need to look no further. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it is with us. If somebody comes to you, and they're sick, Lay your hands on them in the power of the Spirit and expect healing. I don't have to take you down to the church house. I don't call, I don't have to call Pastor Big Butt. I don't have to call Bishop so-and-so. I'm here. I'm here. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. I speak with other tongues. I'll do it. I am he. Well, how can you say that? You want me to show you? Turn over to Luke 4. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to preach the gospel of every creature. Recovering of sight to the blind. Set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. You are him. I'm talking about mastery over the devil. You cannot master the devil unless you know who you are. If you don't know who you are, you will accept whatever he tells you. Moving right along. Acts 10, 38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. 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 Now watch this. Watch this. Watch this. This is, this is rich. You listening? 
Okay, okay. Watch this. All who are oppressed of the devil. He didn't say all who are sick. I want you to think about that for a moment. I want you to think about that. He did not say all who are sick. He said all who are oppressed of the devil. Because some folk are sick because they're stupid. Amen. It's 15 degrees outside. And you go out, go out with no hat on. It's raining. It's 15 degrees. And, you know, you go out, you, I'm a, I'm a man. I'm a man. Yeah, you a man. You go you, <laughs> go down out there, man. Okay? You stupid. You are not oppressed of a devil. You were stupid. Y'all get it? Y'all get it? Oh, who was oppressed of the devil? Some folk do dumb stuff. And that's why they got what they got. Amen. Sometimes we do dumb stuff financially. Then we got to pray for God to bail us out. It starts with repentance. I was dumb. I did it, God. I did. Please forgive me. I did it. I did. The devil ain't had nothing to do with it. I did it. Oppressed of the devil. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Let me go. Let me go. Let me go. See, see, see. Read, read this stuff. Read this stuff. Okay. What Acts one eight? Acts one eight. And you shall receive what power after that? After that? After that? What? Oh, my goodness. It's so clear. Here's the key. Here's the key. Verse, verse 8. But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. After he's come upon you. You want mastery over the devil? You shall receive power after that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. We don't give enough credit to the Holy Ghost. We don't allow the Holy Ghost to do his ministry. We don't stand up and let it be by my spirit, which is what the Lord said. It's not by might, and it's not by power. It's by, you know, we'll be trying to talk our way out of stuff. You don't need to be trying to talk your way out of nothing. Let the spirit of God do what he's here to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, we have less arguments with our, with our mates if we let the Spirit of God do what he's supposed to do. He's the comforter. He's the helper. He's the standby. He's the guide. He's the leader. Amen. Hallelujah. When they don't agree with you, you guys want to fuss or fight or something, just back off. Say, I roll this, chaos, this thing over on you. You got it, Holy Ghost. You got it. I can't handle it. Because if I try to do it, it's going to be an argument. Amen. Let him do his ministry. Boy, he can deal with knucklehead a whole lot better than you. Amen. You done tried. It didn't work. It won't work. Can't work. Amen. Let him do it. That's his ministry. Oh, glory to God. All right. All right. All right. Ooh, okay. 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 First John 4, 4 says, 4, 4 B says, greater is he. Greater is he. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Who is that referring to? It's referring to the Holy Spirit. 
It's referring to the Holy Spirit in us. It's referring to the Holy Spirit in us, not us, him who is in us. He is the key to mastery over the devil. You'll not need to fight in this battle. You'll not need to fight in this battle. Just stand back. Just stand back. You won't have to do anything in this battle. You know what I want you to do in this battle? Get the praisers out there. Glory to God. I want you to get the praisers out there. I want you to sing. I want you to praise. I want you to worship. I want you to shout. I want you to just rejoice. That's what I want you to do. What kind of way is that to fight, God? It's the way to win. It's the way to win. They said those walls around Jericho were so thick, you could ride a chariot on the top of the wall. That's how wide it was. And they say, no way that you can, you can take this city. God said, you don't have to. Just, just march around it. Seven days. One time a day. What, what's, what's my requirement, God? Shut up. Isn't that what he told them? Isn't that what he told them? Because he knows you're going to mess up. As soon as you open your mouth. We coming to get you. You just lost. Seven times. Do you know how much, how much willpower that took? For some of us. If God was to just tell us, just shut up. Just shut up. I mean, we need, we need, we need help. We need help. You know, we need a zipper and you know all kinds of stuff for the mouth. Just shut up. That's, that is the toughest thing for some folk to do. Just hush. God said, I want to take care of this. If you hush, I can take care of it. So he told him, march around one time a day. And then on the seventh day, I want you to march around seven times. Can you imagine the words that was coming from on the top of the, of the wall? They talked about him ugly. You're stupid. You are crazy. <laughs> you walking around here. What are you going to do? You don't even have any weapons. What is wrong with you? And people crazy. Look at them. And I'm sure they was up there on the wall laughing. Oh, but the seventh day. The seventh day, after the seventh time around, God said, okay, now shout. What does that shout mean? That shout means <laughs> glory to God. Hallelujah. And they said the walls came tumbling down. Who, who's fighting the battle? Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. By my spirit. I'm giving you the key to mastery over the devil here. Now watch this. Now watch this. Watch this now. Watch this now. What shanka mahosebe kiyoko. In Romans 8 and 14 and 16, the, the word says that the sons of God are led by the spirit of God. The sons of God are led by the spirit of God. For mastery over the devil. It's, it's, it's inborn. But without exercising it, you'll never see the benefit of it. Without exercising it, you'll never see the benefit of it. You have power. You have authority that you don't know about. And you can have mastery over the devil. Now that mastery over the devil, that does not, that does not extend to people. It does not extend to people. 
like I said this morning, I, we, we, we're teaching about meditation. And, oh, my God, the Lord, the, the revelation that is just flowing. And I'm saying, oh, my God, listen to this. And I don't even know if the tape was working. It was, it was incredible. But what I was saying to them was meditation is God's method that he gives us for us to, 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 to control our thoughts and our imagination. Now watch this. And with meditation, you will make your way prosperous. Okay, you will, that's the that's the method that God has put together for us to use. Now, I said to them also, now you cannot use that against your husband or your wife. That's called witchcraft. You try to take those principles of meditation that will that will cause things to come to you, that will cause you to be blessed, that will cause you to prosper in everything you set your hand to, and you try to use that against your husband or your wife, that's called rich witchcraft. That's what the world does. So you got to be careful. It's got to be done in a godly fashion. It's got to be done in a godly way. So with this, this power, that's why God can't afford to release this power into each one of our lives because some of us ain't ready. We be zapping everything that moves. I remember Uncle Bobo. I got something for him now. <laughs> Okay, no, no, he couldn't afford to let it go with some of us. Because some of us would just, just flat get crazy. We'd be killing everything. They'd have one time to cut you off on the highway. They'd never get home. <laughs> you see, you see them, you see them, what do they call them thing? Them, them purple lights, the bug zapper. That's what you'd be doing to vote. And they would be no more. <laughs> so you, you got you to gotta have control to use this stuff properly. Use this stuff properly so that it will work according to God's word and according to God's will. Hallelujah. 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 I like that scripture that says you can ask what you will. Oh, I'm going to do something on prayer not too long from now. I'm telling you, it's exciting. But this stuff on meditation is exciting. I'm telling you, it's like, whoa, I need to do this again. I said, whoa, oh, listen to that. Wow. And I didn't tell him. I didn't tell the people. I kept it to myself. <laughs> I did. I kept it to myself. Because I want to test it out. I got to test it out. Amen. I got to test it out first. Make sure this stuff works. Amen. Because God's talking to you the whole time you're preaching. That happens to me. All, I mean, it happens to me all the time. I mean, he ain't saying nothing too much right now. Because I guess I must be all right. <laughs> okay? So, but it happens to me when I'm preaching. He's telling me things, talking to me while I'm talking to you. And you say, well, how can you, how can you understand that? I don't know. He got a way of doing it. He got a way of doing it. Man, he talked to you while you're talking to them. Glory to God. You say, woo, every now and then you'll see me light up, you know. Woo, glory to God. <laughs> he just told me something. He just told me something. I can't wait to get rid of, get rid of you so I can write it down. <laughs> Write it down before I forget it. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But it's good. It's good. So here we go. Here we go. Mastery over the devil. Mastery over the devil. My time is just about gone. Let me, let me, let me say this real quickly. Let me say this real quickly. Hebrews 6.2. Hebrews 6.2 says that there's a doctrine of baptisms. Doctrine of baptisms. We are baptized into the body of Christ by the Holy Spirit. We are baptized in water by the, whoever is officiating at the bat, water baptism. But we're baptized, 
Oh, glory to God. By Jesus to the baptism of the Holy Spirit. It's that important because with it comes the mastery over the devil. We've got to use this. And it's not going to come because you said jama, jama, jama three times. If, you, if you're going to pray in the spirit, pray in the spirit. Don't play with it. If you're going to pray in the spirit, pray. God's going to talk to you. He's going to speak to you through that. He's going to give you instruction. He's going to give you direction. He's going to tell you what to do and what not to do. He's going to give you witty invention. He's going to tell you that's wrong. This is right with other tongues because it's by his spirit that you're going to have mastery over the devil. I want mastery over the devil so that I never get it wrong. I don't have to worry about investments. Should I invest or should I not invest? If I get it from the Holy Ghost, he'll say yay or he'll say nay. And if he says yay, I'm going with it. If he says nay, I'm not going to go with it. Because no matter how good it looks, I know it's going to fail. You got that? Thank you for listening to today's Living by Faith podcast. We trust you received something out of today's message. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at New FMCF. Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe. For we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.